Hey, good morning. It's Thursday morning. I hope you're uh, doing well tonight. I hope you enjoyed um, our uh, Bible study last night or were able to join us uh, on Facebook Live or YouTube or our church website for our Bible study last night as we talked about uh, the Wesleyan quadrilateral and kind of how we Methodists do theology and do and think about our faith and things such as that. So I hope you enjoyed that and hope we're able to watch that. If not, I would invite you to go back and watch it. I think you might learn something from it. It's a very interesting concept and um, one that's been helpful to me. And I think it might be helpful to you to think about uh, how we do our theological reflection and what it is that we uh, think about uh, with our faith. Um, today in our in our, our reading, we're going to be looking at um, uh, we're we're going to be continuing Acts today, uh, Acts uh, chapter uh, chapter sixteen. Uh, we're going to be reading verses twenty five um, uh, through uh, through forty ish. We'll say forty. We might not get all the way to forty. Um, this is this is Acts 16, um, 25 through 40. Paul and Silas are in prison, by the way, when this picks up. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was an earthquake, so violent that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were unfastened. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors wide open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself since he supposed all the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted in a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. The jailer called for light, and rushing in, he fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them outside and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They answered, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. They spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. The same hour of the night, he took them and washed their wounds, and he and his entire family were baptized without delay. He brought them into the house and set food before them. And he, he and his enti entire household rejoiced that he had become a believer in God. Um, we'll, we'll, that's verse 34. We'll finish there. Uh, that's, a, that's a famous story where Paul and Silas are in prison praying. Uh, and the Philippian jailer um, is saved. Uh, and he and his whole house are saved and uh, become Christians. Um, what I think is interesting about this passage and why it's impactful to me is... Um, is Paul's response because um, the earthquake happens? Um, they could have walked out. They could have been free. They could have they could have gotten away and done whatever. But notice they stayed there. And the reason why the jailer was going to commit suicide was because he would have been executed uh, for prisoners escaping. Uh, he would have been executed, and so he was just going to cut off the middleman and go ahead and do what was coming to him anyway. Uh, and that would have been in that culture humiliating to his family. Uh, it would have been a, it probably wouldn't have would have really harmed his family in some 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 terrible ways uh, for him to have to him, for him to have failed in such a way and to have allowed prisoners to escape. Um, so what's interesting to me here is the kindness of Paul and Silas, because anyone else would have left. They have freedom now. They can get away. The Zen light nowadays, I'm sure they didn't have mug shots, their pictures posted all over, you know, all over Philippi. Paul and Silas could have gotten away. They could have gone on a boat. They could have left. They could have been gone. And okay, great, God freed them. They're gone. You know, but they didn't. And in fact, the first thing we see Paul do is call out in a loud voice, don't harm yourself, we're all still here. 
this was an act that was so countercultural in their day that this jailer knew there was something different about Paul and Silas because anyone else would have left. Anyone else would have gotten away. Anyone else would have been gone. But Paul and Silas stay in the jail cell, which is insane, but they do. And because of that act, this jailer knows there's something different about these two guys. And he wants to know what it is. So he says, well, what must I do to be saved? Believe on Jesus. You will be saved. You and all your household. I think that's a perfect crystallization of what our faith should be like and what we should do. Paul and Silas didn't really witness to this jailer. Now they were now they were singing and they were praying and they were praising and they and they were they were living their Christian life for all the prisoners to see and all the others to see. They were not <clears throat> they by no means were ashamed of their faith or ashamed of their life. By, by no means they were very proud of they were worshiping God in jail. So they were proud of their faith. But they do something that's so different, so out of the ordinary, so uncommon. That this jailer says I want what you have. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand why you did this. I don't understand why you act like this. I, it's it's the this is the perfect distillation of, of the per verse I love so much, First Peter three fifteen. Always be ready to give a defense for the hope that you have in Christ Jesus. I, I just really believe y'all right now in this age we find ourselves in, in this moment in time, in this age we find ourselves in, with all that's going on, we have to live a life that I think makes folks say. What's wrong with you? Why are you doing that? Why are you living in such a way? What, what's, what's wrong with you? What's, what, why do you live like that? Why do you love like that? Why do you serve like that? Why do you act like that? Why do you have hope like that? What, what's, what's wrong with you? And the answer is what Paul and Silas tell the jailer is believe on Jesus. Believe on Jesus. If you believe on Jesus, then you'll know life and you'll know mercy and you'll know hope and you'll know power and you'll know forgiveness and you'll know all these things. Believe on Jesus. That's the hope and that's the answer. Paul and Silas, through their actions, Paul and Silas, through their restraint, Paul and Silas, through their love and compassion for the jailer, because they, they Paul's a Roman citizen. Paul knew what would have happened. Paul knew what was going to happen to this guy if they got away. Paul knew what would awaited him. Paul was not dumb. Paul understood the situation. So Paul and Silas understood that by their restraining themselves, by their staying in prison, by their doing this, it was going to make such an impact upon this jailer that they would have this chance to share the gospel. Do we live our lives in such a way? Do we do things? Do we act in ways? Do we speak in ways? Do we comment in ways? Is our life such that when people see us, they're going to say, why do you do that? And then when they say, why do you do that? That gives us the opportunity to share the gospel. Because, friends, that's what it's all about. Ultimately, that's what it's about. It's about sharing the gospel. 
So how do we live our lives in this moment, in this critical, crucial moment? How do we live our lives in such a way where folks want to know what makes us different than everybody else? Paul and Silas did this with the jailer here. And because of this, this jailer became a Christian, he and his whole household. They, were about, they, they, they accepted the Lord. Um, they became brothers and sisters in Christ because of what Paul and Silas did. Let's make sure we're doing the same thing, y'all. Let's make sure we're living in such a way that um, people want to know what's wrong with us. And then when we do that, when people say, what's wrong with you? We can always answer. The thing that's wrong with us, the thing that makes us different, is Jesus. So today, live in such a way where folks want to know, why are, you like you? why are you like you are? And when you do that, you can say, well, the reason why I'm like I am is because of Jesus. Hey, have a great day today. I hope you have a great Thursday. Love you guys. I um, hope you uh, have a great, wonderful day today. We'll see you tomorrow morning for our next reflection. See ya.